Well, hello everybody, and welcome to another <coughs> 11 p.m. nightcap. Santa Kaze stopping in and saying hi, but going to bed. Uh, she and Robert are doing great. They had two days off in Omaha. I like Omaha. Uh, I thought Omaha was a relatively peaceful, charming city where everybody was nice and they had great food, and uh, it was surprisingly beautiful. Uh, I was there for for work a long time ago, drove there, and uh, I liked it. I feel like it's not on anybody's big map as a destination place, but it was nice. How much were these blankets? The uh, blankets that are hanging in here are Harbor Freight moving blankets, and if I recall, they're uh, between... Four and eight dollars a piece. And there's one, two, three, four of them. So less than 30 bucks for the whole blanket fort setup. Not a bad price, right? One pack of acoustic panels. The one acoustic panels I bought, I think, was like 22. And like that only did like a portion of a wall. These blankets were pretty cheap. But Harbor Freight is the place. Uh, to get them. They have uh, a variety of sizes too. Like the one that's here on my back wall is a little smaller. And then the one uh, on the walls are significantly cheaper, or I'm sorry, uh, significantly larger. But they have a variety of sizes there. And if you look either on their website, or sometimes even if you go in the store, they'll have like a little flyer. And uh, they occasionally have those on like their special soup or whatever deal. And you can get them even cheaper than that. Like, I actually had, when I first tried this, when I first tried to see if they would work, I made kind of a little, you know, I, I really don't have to have this whole setup like this. What I could have built is I could have just built, like, you can build a recording box. So you just put the microphone basically in a box. And that way then you don't have to have this huge area that's all paneled in. Uh, unless you're doing like, you know, music or anything. But if you're just talking and you just want uh, your voice to not echo, you can basically just make a little box and insulate the box and put the microphone basically in there. And so what I initially did is I just kind of made this hack little frame and just used the uh, one moving blanket as a test. Uh, I think I did one of the narrations with that when I found out it worked. I was like, shit, these moving blankets, like, this actually does a really good job. Um, decided I would put hooks. So I put um, screws and hooks up in the, like, the rafter studs in the ceiling. And then bought, uh, also at Harbor Freight, that was $5, a grommet kit. <clears throat> so I basically put grommets in the top of the blankets so that I could kind of stretch them out like this and hang them against the wall. And then if I need to do work down here, I can just unhook them and easily take them down. But you know, they work, they work really good. Even like you can tell, like you don't get a lot of echo. It was surprising to me how effective this actually is. And for the price, I don't feel like you could beat it. 
I mean, even if you tried to do it with egg cartons or something like that, I still don't think you could beat it for under 30 bucks. I mean, the, the huge deal. Krista, how are you? Hey, hey, y'all. Frogface. Ribbit, ribbit. Frogface, rainbow heart. Cheers. And cheers to Santhrakaze and her husband, Robert. Glad to hear that you're doing okay. Hope you're enjoying your time off or are either were enjoying your time off or are enjoying your time off. Mm. That's the end of that uh, Cascade Blonde. It's a little bit of a healthy pour, but that's all right. I had like a weird, kind of a weird day today. Now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I, I, I feel like I got up and, uh, I had one of those days, like, you wake up tired. You wake up tired, and just, like, all day, it's just like, ugh. It is like a sleepy, lazy afternoon. Like, I went to eat late and everything. But, like, I took a, I took a nice walk in the afternoon. <clears throat> it was pretty cold here. It was like 23 or 24 degrees, but went for a little bit of a walk, stretched out my new boots, and uh, I don't know, just kind of watched some TV, but I had like a headache all day too. Like one of those ones that's like right back here. I think it's uh, just neck tension that I still have uh, from the end of that last week or whatever. So it's just, uh, it's like a headache all day. Krista is dealing with food poisoning from from pulled pork. Oh, oh no. That sounds terrible. You all right? Have you been like, uh, you know, just thrown up and having chills and stuff and everything? That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that, Krista. Ooh, Zykolos has stopped in. Zykolos. How are you, sir? Good to see you. Make sure you stop by and give a follow and say hello to Mr. Zykolos, who streams all the way from lovely Germany and has, like, one of the best accents ever. I, I wish I could just listen to Zykolos read, like, a... I was going to say storybook, but, like, I'd love to hear him read, like, a technical manual. <clears throat> I want to send you my truck manual. I just want you to narrate it. <laughs> Black Cat slept 18 hours. Wow. That's a, uh, that's a big sleepy sleep. That sounds nice, though. I don't, maybe, I, maybe that's what I need. Maybe I need to just go to bed. Oh, Krista, that's terrible. You, it's not good, but you're still alive. You don't know what hole it's coming out of. Oof. I mean, are you sure, are you sure he didn't catch the flu flu? Because the, I mean, the flu, the regular seasonal flu is going around. But yeah, um, really, if it, if it is food poisoning like that, I mean, the only thing you can really do is, uh, just try to flush as, with as much water as you can <clears throat> and eat real base foods like. I usually do, like, peanut butter and honey or something like that, or just toast with, like, crackers. That's rough. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Psychosis is a bit tired, but okay, thanks. 
And thanks for the nice shout-out. Well, thank you for the nice stopping in and saying hello. Krista passed out earlier in the toilet from hot flashes, sitting on the porch with the windows open and a tank top. <laughs> hey, that's like me. I walked around today just... All I was wearing today was just a, a sweatshirt. <laughs> I was sweating. Like, what is wrong with me? Why am I always... So I think it's like really, it's like breathability. Like if I, if I were, if I had a way to wear like clothing that was like on me, but totally breathable, I think I don't get warm, like I, I don't get that hot or I feel like I, I do, but like sweat and whatever evaporates. But geez, I wear like a, a sweatshirt like this. It was like 20 degrees and I was walking around. I started sweating. What the fuck is wrong with me? Oh, <laughs> sure as it just happened minutes after eating it. I mean, that's, that's very true and possible, but I, I had thought that food poisoning usually takes a little longer, but it could just be that if you have some sort of flu, that just eating something like that triggers, but... Either way, I'm very sorry to hear that you're not feeling well. Um, <laughs> gonna go lay in the snow. Take a nice cool shower. Um, but I, I hope you feel better. It sucks. Just watch your fluids. Fluids, oh. Um, fluids and electrolytes. A lot of people rehydrate, but you're losing so much extra salt and everything else from that, like, uh, you need to replenish that. Um, those electrolyte capsules that Bill turned me onto are perfect when you're feeling like that. All you have is Tums. Tums, I don't think are going to help you. The, the bismuth and pink bismol is what will sort of help. I don't know if you have any way to get to a store or if somebody can get you something from a store, but is it weird that I really like the the flavor of like Pepto Bismol, I think it's delicious. Those those Canada mints, those pink Canada mints, that's kind of like Pepto Bismol in like chalk form. It's, I, I love it. Hey, Monkey Nips, Monkey Nips, good to see you, brother. How you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. Hope you've been doing well. Hope you're doing okay, and. Uh, that hopefully you've got a little bit of some time off here as a winter break. But what have you been up to? Just been hella busy. I understand that. Um, I feel like this, I feel like most of this first half of this week, basically up and until today, has just been coming down from that two-week just absolute bust-ass crunch mode. And... Uh, I've been trying to not think about work at all, although that's always difficult to do, but, um, I feel like I'm finally like, <sighs> finished up classes and now taking a break and looking for an internship. Well, uh, an internship in what? I will just say, uh, if you tell me what that is, I will of course, uh, shout that out to anyone who might be listening who maybe has a company or position or whatever, who has an internship or otherwise. Black Cat, I have uh, also something fun to, to share with you. Uh, Monkey Nips is looking for an internship in something computer science related. 
i.e. programming, data analysis, etc. So if any uh, of you that either watch the show here on Twitch or listen to it as a podcast, if your company has any internships for people in that sort of computer technology uh, aspect, if you could, contact Monkey Nips here on Twitch. You can send him a whisper. Uh, I think he's on Twitter too, if I recall. Stipulation. It must be paid, otherwise it doesn't count towards his degree. I, like, I gotta be honest. The the whole unpaid internship thing leaves, always leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like, the people are still doing work. I don't care if you're giving them training or not. They're still, you still have a responsibility, and you're still doing something for the company. And so, yeah, maybe you're not gonna get, like, true salary wage for... A regular person in that, like a position, like if you're going to be a computer programmer, for example, I wouldn't expect that you'd get paid a regular, like salary, salary for, but you got to pay them something. Like, I mean, and, like, come on, especially if it, if, if it's a job that's got technical skill, I mean, they're still, they're still bringing that to your company. It should be sort of a, a, you know, sort of a fucking two-way kind of street on that, right? Krista, thank goodness you don't babysit again until Friday. Well, hopefully the uh, waterworks or the f- hopefully the fudge factory uh, slows down production by then. But you need to get you need to get yourself some medicine. If you can't find anybody to get you some medicine, uh, just tell me. I'll fucking, I'll go on Walmart Plus and I'll send some medicine to your house. I don't even care. Like uh, you, you need something to help you out uh, if you're not feeling good. <clears throat> production software and fixing major bugs. Well, yeah, you should certainly get paid for that. $23 an hour, so that was more than fair, right? I mean, yeah, I I, I had one time somebody at a company made some comment about, oh, we should get an intern because then you get, like, free labor or something or like that. I was like, dude, don't, don't say that. I, I'm like, I, that's crappy. Don't just don't. Oh, you know, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding. I was like, no, you weren't. You really weren't kidding. But fucking, just shut your mouth. Just stop. <clears throat> it's different if you're like, hey, we're, you know, like, if you're just upfront or just saying we have an internship because. We don't really need people to help with the work, but we just want to give back to the community. So if somebody wants to come here in internship to learn about what we do, but just know that it's not a paid position, that's one thing. But don't advertise it like you're just going to grind some people up for free because you, you that's bullshit. Yeah, most people just work on personal... Pro- but like... To me, it's it's the qualifying it as free labor and saying it that way that just really puts a bad taste in my mouth. I don't even care if the way I just said it a moment ago is a long-winded way of sort of saying the same thing. The connotation is different. Like, it, it's just, that, that, no. King Dinosaur stopping in with some flaming skulls. Or is that the flaming lips? Did you like the flaming lips? I never got into that band. I never understood the hype. I just thought they were just kind of, Uh, 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he, uh, I think that if you are going to take an internship like that, make sure that uh, you somehow um, are very clear about either getting paid or otherwise and uh, just treat other people with respect. It doesn't matter if they're coming in as a student or a senior person or whatever. Like, don't don't talk about your employees like they're free labor. It's shitty. Uh, had an Ashton VSG the other day. Great smoke. I don't know if I've had the VSG, but I mean, Ashton makes great stuff, so I can't imagine it wasn't crappy. Um, I had a Buenaventure today. It was one of the ones I picked up while I was in Arizona uh, when I went out for my walk. It was okay. It wasn't anything particularly amazing, but it's just a memento that I brought back. Um, it was part of a of like a you know, like a sample box. <laughs> King Dinosaur liked the Flaming Lips up to a point, and it was actually one of the best concerts he ever saw. Very joyous. Huh. Psychos is sad to leave early today. He can barely keep his eyes open, but at least managed to say hi, but now I have to say goodnight. <clears throat> Everyone wish Psychos a good night and some great rest. All the way over there. In lovely Germany. Get some good sleep, sir. I hope you sleep deep and sound. I was going to say and dream of lot, but like. <laughs> but a good night to you, sir. Take care. <laughs> the funniest. the In terms of like night-night voice. The other day when I, I raided uh, Derek Danzig. And I think he was playing, he was playing video games at night, so I think the rest of his house was sleeping. So he was kind of talking in this night-night voice. And so he, st he stopped in there. <laughs> Wild Bill. Because I told him, he was, like, saying something about, like, oh, duck racing, whatever is a sham. <laughs> Derek. <coughs> Derek in this real quiet voice is just like, you can just shut the fuck up if you don't like fucking duck racing. Fucking, you can go watch some other fucking stream. And Bill's like, I think I'm gonna like it here. <laughs> uh, I miss, I miss him. He's a good guy. But good night, Zykolos. Take care of yourself, okay? Um, <laughs> King Dinosaur, what about what uh, about what year did you see the Flaming Lips? Is that like, uh, I guess, like earlier in their career, mid career, late career? But uh, Monkey Nips. Um, do you have any cigar lounges near where you live? I'm just curious. I know a lot of the lounges right now, if you have the ability, uh, if you could, uh, go to the lounges, like there was another one, uh, where a buddy of mine lives that just folded up. Um, they just said they weren't getting... You know, they, they make their money off of cigar sales, obviously, but they also made a lot of money on drink sales. And unfortunately, even though a lot of the regulars were still coming in and buying cigars, because people weren't coming in and sitting and having drinks, their profits were the their profits were dipping and they were gonna they're gonna have to close. 
So they uh, are shutting up shop, which makes me sad. It's always sad when uh, a place like that has to go under because, you know, they just can't can't meet the margins anymore. So King Dinosaur saw the flaming lips in the mid-90s, 94, 95. Nice. Uh, Monkey Nips is currently staying at his mom's for break, and there's a decent one near a bunch of bars. Near his apartment, there's a few as well. Uh, I'm going to Soho in New York City in early March. Pretty excited. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Black Cat, Black Cat, do you have any advice for Monkey Nips about going to Soho? Yeah, if you can, uh, you know, I'd say, hey, uh, over, your, over your breaks or whatever, I realize that that stuff is expensive and whatever, but... Uh, Visit your local watering holes or cigar lounges. A lot of them are still struggling for business, and, uh, you know, I'm sure they would appreciate it. When there's still a rock band, not an orchestra. Oh, oh King Dinosaur firing some shots. <laughs> Krista, I think he was asking if you weren't feeling well, but yes, uh, Krista has food poisoning from some pulled pork. Um, apparently they pulled the pork out of a pestilent pig with plague it's perplexing <laughs> you'd go more but currently unemployed money is super tight totally get it I totally understand <clears throat> um oh shit what was I gonna say oh I um even though I dipped in a little bit to, uh, I guess some savings or whatever today, I just decided, like, I had a, a, a small loan that I had taken out earlier this year uh, for some stuff. I was like, you know what? I'm just sick of this. I don't care. I don't really think I'm going to spend big on much anything lately. So I paid that off. So go me. That uh, is, well, another loan paid off and off the docket, which... Uh, you know, on the one hand, it's kind of nice to have those because they're good for your credit, but on the same token, paying one off is good too, so there's a, I guess, a cheers to me on that one. It's not like you can take it with you, and according to the White House, we're all going to die anyway. <laughs> Porcine, porcupine plague? King Dinosaur, this is a new book for you. This is a new book for you. I got, a, I got a book idea. I just came up with it. A Sasquatch f has to flee his home because there is a, there's a radiation leak. And as the Sasquatch is fleeing his home, he gets confused and enraged and mates with a porcupine. And through this radioactive mix soup, a porcupine-sasquatch hybrid is born that then goes on to terrorize and attack local towns. I feel like that'd be, that'd be fucking devastating. Imagine the power and fury of the sasquatch with the spininess and caginess of the porcupine. Sasquapine? Porcusquatch? I think I like porcusquatch better. Uh, Black Cat hasn't been to Soho for about 25 years. Apparently everything is different. Sorry, I have 
I have no advice, fuck you. <laughs> I just wonder how open it will be. <clears throat> so, is it too fancy for me anyway? I... <laughs> Black Cat, I love you. Oh, see, King Dinosaur likes it. Basically writes itself. Man, I'm giving you this idea for free. Uh, like, I'm no author. You got the, you got the fucking, you got the skills, brother. Like, you know, this is like, this is like the guy who's like, oh, we, we, we need the giant spider in the script. I'm just giving you the idea. It's like, you gotta write the, you write the thing. I don't, I don't need any money. All you can just say is like, uh, what's that? What they usually put in there based on characters by, and you're like, God, they totally just like the, the guy that originally wrote Rambo first blood. And, you know, by the time you get to Rambo 3, and they're like, based on characters created by, and you're like, that's, you're way beyond whatever that guy wrote in that book by this point. Jesus. <laughs> oh, shucks. Nah. <clears throat> Porky Squatch 3. The Pokening. <laughs> <laughs> What, okay, I'm gonna put this up as a poll. Oh no, wait, that's the wrong button. I'm gonna put this up as a poll. What what is the better, uh, best creature name? Is it Porky Squatch or Sass Pine? Sasquapine. It smells. It's, mm, 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 it smells. And sticks. <clears throat> oh, kinky. <laughs> Pork is squatch. <laughs> you could have the Minotaur, and the Minotaur takes a cigarette break, saving the local town from the Porcus Squatch Sasquapine. And then, with his redemption, turns his life around, becomes a superhero. And then you could sell that shit to Marvel. And then you could all go all the way back and be like, based on characters by, and then that guy, I can't remember who wrote it. And then me, and then you, and then watch. You'll become the next big hit, and you'll make like a million dollars, and I'll be sitting here in my blanket outhouse. <laughs> Pork your squatch sounds more aggressive. I feel like it kind of, I don't know though. Saskapine. <clears throat> Beware, son. Out, out in the moors is the Saskapine. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll split the loot. <laughs> Just wait till you have millions and you're like, do I really want to split it with that bald son of a bitch? Fuck that guy. He can sit down there and drink his mellow corn. I'm taking all this money and I'm buying Porcus Squatch Pine Island. Wow, look at this, though. In a surprising turn of events, it seems like Saskapine is running away. There's two votes for Porcusquatch, five for Saskapine. Oh, he didn't say 50. <laughs> 99-1. Hey, man, here's 10 bucks. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, man. You know that, like, Saskasquatch thing, like, like, I made a lot of money on this. You know, I want to split it. Here's $1.75. Go fuck yourself. 
<laughs> King Dynasty. <laughs> Black Cat, now that you... <laughs> Can you imagine Scott? Suddenly Scott gets like super aggressive and mean. It's the inverse of the joke that Matt, he's like, how do they, in five years, how, I was like, do they turn an asshole? As it turns out, five years from now, King Dinosaur has turned into a huge asshole because he's famous and rich off the Porcus Squatch Pine Minotaur fighter. You know, the thing is, we're laughing about that, but look at the fucking Sci-Fi Channel. The Sci-Fi Channel made a fortune out of stupid combinations of fucking aqua creatures made for college kids fucking getting high and eating snacks in the middle of the night. I mean, there's like Sharktopus 10 and like, I mean, what? Sharknado, Sharktopus, was it like Pythona Shark versus fucking Mega... Piranha and all this crapola. It's not that far-fetched from, I mean, worse ideas, I feel like, have been made and sold. <laughs> I mean, look, you make that and you make it ridiculous until people see the monster, and then you make it fucking disgusting, and you throw in a ton of sex and a ton of gore, and the next thing you know... Kinky Horror slash Diana Prince will be like, it's the best thing ever, and it's fun. Shit, you could probably even get her to be in it. You just have her cast in it, and that alone would get you enough people on Twitter to watch it. You'd make your money right there. And the next thing you know, you'd be given... Like, how many of those son-of-a-bitches do shit like that, and then the next thing you hear, they're directing, like, the next Avengers movie or something. You're like, huh? How did that guy go from that to this? Well, he's a... He's a hot young director, and he was very popular with the youth crowd. And apparently, his last film, uh, Porcia Squatch Pine, uh, versus Psycho Minotaur against the Valley of the Triffidpus, uh, was very good. Uh, the ratings were very high with college students between the ages of 18 and 23. He's got, his he's got his finger on the pulse of society. <laughs> and that pulse is a throbbing. Throbbing. <laughs> oh, see? Black Cat coming in. He's quills over his manhood and he shoots them at his victims. Oh, you could have all these just bloody sex scenes where his, like, quill penis hook thing is just ripping people apart and shit. Dude, you get some practical effects magic on that. Krista contributed a thousand channel points, and as it turns out, in a, in a, I, I, I'm surprised at this. I gotta admit, I am surprised at this. Um, Saskupine wins with six votes. So apparently, Saskupine, uh, we're not gonna call it the Porcus Squatch. Saskupine, beware the Saskupine. Saskupine has won. So King Dinosaur. Uh, feel free to write the uh, Saskupine versus Minotaurus against the Valley of the Trif of the Shark Triffidpus. There you go. Saskupine versus Minotaurus against the Valley of the Shark Triffidpus.
How many shitty creature movies can we combine into one? But you know, like, this episode's going off, fucking off the reservation, but that's alright. Day of the Triffids, the movie, is kind of corny and dopey. But I read the book, The Day of the Triffids. The book is actually fairly harrowing. Uh, that's like, surprised me. Because I was like, the book's probably going to be dope, but like, it's not. I think much like that first movie, The Thing, they didn't quite have the effect to make it how at least I imagined some of the viciousness of it in the book, much like the, the first, you know, who goes there or whatever. Uh, but the, the King Dinosaur, the movie is just... It, it, <laughs> it looks so silly. Like, in the book, they have those whip vi I mean, and they, like... The movie, they're so dorky looking. And you're telling me, like, oh, come on, those things are taking over the world? Like, the movie is pretty corny, dude. I, uh, I, I hate calling movies corny or cheesy. Because especially as somebody who likes movies where they try harder to get... It just can't, it can't do them any horror justice. They're not, it's not, they're not scary. I mean, I guess it's watchable just in that old whatever sense, but like the, <clears throat> but that's what's so terrifying about it, right? King Dinosaur now, King Dinosaur and I now are just in a uh, huge debate now over uh, Attack of the Triffids. Because in the book, the fact that the plants make people go blind, uh, the fact that huge amounts of all the population are suddenly finding themselves going blind is a huge component of that. And as he's saying in the chat, it makes it scarier. They don't really go after that quite so much in the movie. I mean, in the movie, they're, they're so slow-moving and silly. I mean, it looks like you could just take an axe and a garbage can lid and just hack them all down. Like, they're not... But you read about them in the book, in the, the, the book, they're far more vicious. Uh, Hollywood, that would be a movie that you could remake and make it fucking excellent. Like, you, 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 look, at the, you look at the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I like, and then you look at that remake that they did, what, in like the 70s with Donald Sutherland, way creepier, especially the sequence where they see him like growing and foaming outside. Uh, I mean, th that's another one of those, like, I don't want to say the effects and some of the presentation really give it an extra sense of dread, but that shit is terrifying. The The end of that movie, if you haven't seen it, is just harrowing. Monkey Nips wants uh, that to be a sequel. Well, there could be Saskupine versus Minotaurus against the Valley of the Shark Triffid Puss 2. In space. <laughs> Just fucking add in space. In space. Back in time. Back to the past future-ness. Back to the f back to the future presentness. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Just start mixing shit in and who gives a fuck? You're like, dude, it's a horror salad. They're just throwing shit in there at this point. You're like, yeah, who cares? <clears throat> He could sell a cologne, too. Black Cat's getting all... Mm -hmm. 
I want to say Skipane Musk smells. It's just, it's just like fox urine and turpentine. <laughs> just fox urine and turpentine in a vial. And you sell that as a novelty. And people are like, wow, it smells just like the smell of it. Smell of vision. Did you go to smell of vision back in the day? Actually, was that a thing? I don't know if that was a thing. Or was it just like the, the whole feel around? Didn't they do that with, like, the tingler where, like, your seat would vibrate? Fucking William Castle was badass. That stuff, like, that would have been so fun. Imagine the fun of recreating something like that now. That'd be so legit. The return of Saskapine versus Minotaurus against the Valley of the Shark Triffid Puss in space. Podcast folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Fucking Steven Seagal. It is 70s G.I. Joe beard. Or is it 80s Norris beard that G.I. Joe just knew Chuck would have in the 80s? So it's really a pre Norris beard. If you're feeling kind of weird, stroke your beard. Meow the cat stopping in. Meow the cat, how you been? I haven't seen you in a little while because I don't have to get up in the morning and go to work. So I don't watch any streams. But I hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope you are warm and cozy over there with your adorable Latvian scarves and your... Uh, Incredibly awesome accent. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, you first heard of Chuck Norris for Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger is very wholesome. Um, I do occasionally watch reruns. It's not bad. I mean, it like it's a mix of very like, eh, but like, it's just fun. There's some good action. It's wholesome, it's happy, the good guys win. There's nothing like sleazy or whatever about it. It's just it's just good fun. Uh what about Nightmare Before Christmas? Is it Christmas or Halloween movie? Why can't it be both? It's both a Christmas movie and a Halloween movie. It's the best of both worlds. It's like it's like uh Saskapine versus Minotaurus. It, it's it's a combination of great flavors. Meow the cat is dead inside, but somehow not totally dead. I'm glad to hear that you can sleep in. Why are you dead inside? You are adorable, and you're fit and ripped, and you're a great gamer, and you have, I think, a nice girlfriend and everything else, so I hope... Uh, I hope you're doing, I hope you're doing okay or doing better and that, uh, things go good for you. Seriously. You know what? We have like, I don't know how, but we're down to like the last 10 minutes, 12 minutes of the show. The topic that I was just going to talk about, cause it's a wrap. I am so bad at wrapping presents. What the fuck is my problem? Here's how much of a dork I am. 
I went and fucking watched YouTube videos on how to wrap presents. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna brush up. I'm like, oh, here's this Japanese corner technique, and here's this. Te- so, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch these videos so like I'll be better. God, I'm terrible. I'm fucking terrible at it. Like the scissors, I like cut the paper bad. Like apparently I failed kindergarten because I can't even cut paper right. And I don't know if it's because I'm left-handed or what, but I'm like, God, this is a fucking mess. <laughs> like. And I always get the sizes wrong, like my visual measuring of how the, uh, fucking A, like, God, I'm so bad at it. And it takes me forever. I really, really don't like it. It it is not, like my dad, I think my dad really likes it. I've had girls that I've seen who like do the happy kicky dance when they're like, hey, can you wrap this present for me? Because they just love it. I fucking hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, Chuck, he still stays in shape. He still does mountain climbing and all sorts of shit. And actually, he's even, uh, he's even further expanded. Um, even from his, uh, days from karate, he took, uh, I think Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I think has a black belt, uh, in that, like, he still stays very much in shape. Um, and, and, or at least did, and you know, who else did that doesn't get the credit for it that I feel like he deserves Charles Bronson, Charles Bronson, when he did like death wish three, I think that guy was like in his mid sixties or something. And he still looks kind of fucking ripped. He's doing pushups and shit and running around. Like there's something to be said about keeping yourself in shape. That's why meow the cat for as much as you may get mad at me for it. That's why when I get the points, I spend the points to make you draw a card to make you suffer because it's important to keep the fucking meat machine in shape. You know I advocate for that a lot. I do it myself because it fucking works. Stay limber, stay in shape. Um, <clears throat> so your point, you guess you would have to agree. What's the point of wrapping when people just rip it up? See, I'm a gift bag if it's like a birthday present. But, like, for Christmas, I'm not going to buy, like, this whole horde of gift bags. I feel like that's just weird. But, like, but like the, well, I guess maybe. Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have just went to the dollar store and just bought all bags. But, like, some of them are too big to fit in bags. I have some that are so big, I'm going to have to put them in garbage bags. But that's the other thing I did this year. It's like, rather than, try, I'm going to just buy a couple of big things, just leave it at that. Of course, no one's perfect, but dude, my gift wrapping is atrocious. Like, it's embarrassing. (laughs) Of all the things that I feel like I can do marginally well, I cannot wrap a gift. It's just fucked. It is so fucked. Can't they find a way to make it easier? I don't know. I think I just need, like... And maybe the other part is I use cheap paper. I feel like if you used heavier, thicker paper, it would be easier I think using cheap wrapping paper actually makes it difficult. Meow the Cat says, that's the whole reason why I enabled them. But Camo made you draw 51 cards. Whoa. You had to do 51. Did you do them all at once? Or did you just, did you do some dismissive wave? And then your adorable exit be like, I am not going to... I can't even do your talk because it'll be like some weird Russian thing and I know you're not Russian. But like, 
51 cards. That's a lot, dude. Black Cat, I agree. It's the thought and the effort. But even, but even a gift bag. Okay, if you put a gift bag and you put some tissue paper and stuff in there, it's still some thought and effort. So I feel like whether you wrap it or you put it in a bag or whatever, it's just the idea that you're doing the thing. But I just, I just wish I was better at it. And it takes me so long. I'm like, why does this take me so long to do this? It's just wrapping a box. Why am I so shitty? I also feel like, again, maybe it's because I'm left-handed, but like scissors. I feel like what I need is a large cutting mat so that I can just use a knife, like a razor, to just cut the line. Like, I do have some trouble with the scissors on the long cuts of the paper. I feel like if I could just cut it with like a razor... Don't they have, like, a, a paper cutter? I think they have, like, one that you can, like, use, right? I don't know why I'm doing the jerk-off move. They have a paper cutter that you can use, right? What's fucking wrong with me? <laughs> oh, man, you did them all at once? You had to have been sore afterwards. You don't buy from any people, so I guess it's easier and cheaper. But, like, okay, I bought, uh, I bought these, like, beanbag things. And they're too big. They don't make a bag that fits them. When you wrap it, looks like a jigsaw. Yeah, that's how mine look. Sometimes the paper on the ends is all fucked up. So I just like mash it and then I like squish it up and then you just put a thing of tape around it. Use a lot of tape. A lot of tape. I've just discovered that for me, the only way I can get through it is a lot of tape. See, Black Cat saying heavier paper is better. You can fold the edges better. I think that's my problem. I gotta be honest. I buy dollar store paper because I'm like, my gifts don't look very good when they're wrapped anyway, and people just tear it open. So why would you pay a lot for expensive wrapping paper? But I think that's my mistake. Because I think that paper just doesn't fold very well, and it also tears. So when you try to, like, pull it taut, like, the little edge will poke through. And then one time I did that, I was doing it on a big box, and I just ripped it and ripped the whole thing. And then I, like, flew into a little bit of a rage. So I just tore all the paper open myself, and then just put it in a fucking garbage bag. It's bad. It's no good. Ooh, I have a thing to show you. I did use this for cutting some stuff. Do you remember the one day I was talking about this knife? Here is the... So I changed the shape of the blade. I don't know if you remember, but that used to have uh, more of like a belly to it. It was more of a rounded shape. It was almost more of like a skinning blade. Uh, but I did change it. So I ground it. Uh, I did grind it sort of flat. I think that's sort of, I can't remember if that's called a Warncliffe or a Windsor, but like, I like more of the straight blade, especially if you're cutting just like paper or tape or whatever. Uh, but I did, I did alter the shape of this and I did resharpen it. So it is, uh, it is quite sharp. Uh, let me tell you, actually, I think it's sharper now than it was when I got it. It is, uh, razor sharp, but I thought I lost it and then I realized I put it in my gym bag. Uh, it's like one of my favorite knives now. Uh, I, I just didn't really like that shape of the blade. And so now that I've changed this, I love this knife. Simple blade, got a nice thumb open, liner lock, which if you don't know what that is, a liner lock means, uh, that it's in here, sort of in the little liner, the thing, right? But then it's got simple belt clip, a screwdriver and lanyard hole on the end. You can also use it as a window punch. Every now and then, people are also like, "Whoa, why are you carrying a name all the time? Dude, this, if you have this and hold it backwards, 
window punch. You get stuck or trapped in your car, you better hope you can break the window out. You know, you can't just punch through it like they do in the movies. You'll bust your hand. So you better have something that you can use to break the fucking window. So it's a window punch and a bottle opener. So that's like everything I need. It's super, super inexpensive. It's lightweight. This is my favorite knife other than the little uh, tiny, I think it's called a tinder or whatever they have. But I just don't like that blade shape. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't do it. Even if, like, unless you're skinning an animal, I, I just don't know why they sell that knife in that size with that shape of a blade. Like, it's not even conducive for, like, cutting a piece of fruit. Like, it's awkward. I mean, you, you're better having something like that that you can flat slice through. Like, if you're cutting a piece of fruit or an apple or a vegetable or something like that. Um, but I always say, carry a knife like that and carry something... Again, it has a, a metallic sort of a punch and breaking a window. I mean, whether you, whether you, you just whatever, uh, glass is harder to break like that than you think, especially tempered glass. Uh, King Geyser says, I was just going to admit buying dollar store paper. All my wrap paper is dollar store paper. Although I got it at the Dollar General and the one roll I think was five bucks, but it's gigantic. It's like that much. It's like that thick. It's a lot of paper. I wrap all my... I know some people like mix up paper too. I use one roll and I wrap every gift in that same paper until it runs out and then I move on to the next roll. So like... <laughs> I'm just... I'm so terrible. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> Do they carry name brand paper? Do they carry better paper? Make make sure you look for the ones with the lined backs. I'm like... I did They have that? What do you mean? There's, like, guidelines? Like a grid? Dude, you're blowing my mind. Are you fucking serious? I don't think I've ever seen that. That would make it so much easier. I wouldn't get all, like, crooked and be all weird. That's the other thing. I cut it and, like, God, can you not cut a straight line? Are you fucking five? Uh, I just can't. <laughs> Yes, and don't try to break it in the middle. Break it near the corners. The corners of the glass. Especially down in the in the the front corner. Like, hit it right there and crack it. Uh, once you crack it, you can kind of push and, like, squish it. But it's getting that first crack through it like that that can be very difficult. And yeah, I mean, you, you get in an accident or something like that. It might not even be fire. Let's just say... I don't know, maybe the other person's car is either burning or leaking fluid or something, whatever, and you're getting smoke and vapors in there. Bust the fucking glass out. Like, even if you don't intend to crawl out the window, you want the air, because you're otherwise trapped in a... I mean, you're trapped in a sealed coffin. Like, you could die from carbon monoxide or whatever other gas. So break the fucking glass. And also, for as much as a seatbelt may save your life... You may also need to cut your way out of it if the end part of it gets jammed and you get stuck in there. So look, I'm a huge advocate for always carry a fucking knife. It doesn't have to be some giant fucking tactical fucking thing, whatever, either. This is just a, a Kershaw, I think it's called a shuffle. The Kershaw shuffle. Again, I didn't really like the shape of the blade. 
but you can kind of fix that with a metal file or grinder or Dremel tool if you have to. I uh, think Hallmark is what they carry, and yes, it has like a grid on the back. I may have to go look at that, because that would be a game changer. I should look online. Wrapping paper for people who have dysfunction wrapping gifts. People hate opening your packages because you have a lot of tape, too. See, but I don't care because I have a knife. Doesn't bother me. Tape away. Tape away. Oh, look. And that's like the people use like the ribbons and stuff like that, too. And they'll tie it. And they tie it like super secure. And then like some old person usually gets that. And then they're struggling with it. And they're like, do you need help, Grandma? And she's like, no, I got it. And then she's like cutting. She's like degloving her hand because she's trying to pull the ribbon. She can't do it. And then everybody sits and watches as Grandma cuts her fucking fingers off. Because you put this fucking ribbon on there. And I'm always jealous because I don't have the time or attention or skill to make a ribbon that looks nice. And the times when I used to do that, it also just looked terrible. It's like pouring perfume on a pig. You get this shitty wrapping job and then you're going to put a like ribbon around it. Garbage. You always wrap around a bunch of room and do the curly cues. Black Cat, you're adorable. See, I... I think I used to do that when I was younger, but then I'm like, it's just, I don't do this, I feel like, right either. I mean, that's pretty easy, because you just hold your thumb against the ribbon, and you just run it on the scissors, and whoop! But Black Cat, I bought a, I bought a pair, I bought another pair of those Rhino Gear boots. I just decided, you know what, I love those boots. Why did I stray away from those? So, I bought another pair, just in a smaller size, that's, uh doesn't account for that thing on my foot. But if I just lace them a little looser, they're fine. So we can be boot buddies. God, those, for the price, those boots are fucking fantastic. Black Cat is a fancy lady. And a Viking. And made of butter. Mm, I'm powered by butter. She eats two yelms a day. There is a girl as a YouTube channel. She just eats butter. It's fucking disgusting. Don't look for it and don't watch it. Um, I was going to end the episode, but I can't because I still have like two fingers of whiskey left. So I guess we're just going to sit here and chat for a little while longer. I got um, not challenged, but Ron the Pharaoh which, if you want another good channel to watch, is at Ron the Pharaoh. I think I spelled that right. I hope I spelled that right. No, apparently not. I want to try that again. Uh, Ron the Pharaoh. Am I spelling this dumb like an idiot? That's better. Um, you're going to laugh out of seeing people struggle. Of course you do. <laughs> um, but he's talking about Contra, the original Contra. And I used to, I used to play that when I came home and I was like, man, he's like, do you use the 30 guy code when you play? I was like, nah. He's like, do you still have the same skill? It's like, you know, I haven't played it in a while, but Maybe. So I'm going to see if there's a day that I can get him to come guest on the show 
to see if I can play some Contra and play through it. I need to do a couple practice runs. But there was a time where I could I could beat it. I, I think I only died once. And that was just because I like lost concentration for a minute. But I'm by no means like one of these retro pro speedrunners. Um, but still pretty good. You won't watch it. It will take all the loveliness out of it. Loveliness out of what? Me playing Contra? What are you talking about? You won't, or you won't watch them struggle. I, I'm not I'm not sure what you're saying you wouldn't watch. <laughs> or is it that you wouldn't watch Saskapine versus Minotaur Trifidopolis 6? Back to the Future Leprechaunus. Leprechaun. By the way, the first Leprechaun movie. Do you realize fucking Jennifer Aniston is in that? Jennifer Aniston. Leprechaun. If only the people who had made Leprechaun would have known what she would go on to do. <laughs> She's like one of the top female stars ever and she was in fucking Leprechaun. Yep. Like, I get the gin and all that, but come on, Leprechaun? Really? <laughs> oh, but I'm going to have a... I'm going to probably talk a little bit more about uh, the video game Contra uh, some other day. Because uh, there's a little bit more of a personal story and history on that one. Um, oh, the chick eating the butter? Dude, it's gross. It's so gross. There's nothing lovely about it. It's fucking disgusting. She just has it, and she just eats it, like... In Pigs in space! I'm gonna ask you all a question. Did anyone else ever, once in a while, just feel like somebody should've just fucking punched Miss Piggy in the face? She just, like, runs around and beats everybody and is, like, the worst bully. Like, what an asshole. And part of me wants to just be like, dude, what is your problem? Like, why are you such an aggressive bitch with everybody? And don't be, like, hitting people. Fucking hands off. You want to throw hands? We'll throw hands. Fucking, I'll turn you into a fucking ham sandwich, bitch. You're going you're gonna to end, end up as a side with my fucking eggs in the morning. Hands off, Kermit. Like, you want to be touching them, you better be touching them nice. She does have few redeeming values. Like, there's, like, she's just an asshole. She's just a flat-out fucking ass. She's a narcissistic shit. Dude, she's the worst. Especially when she's mean to, like, Fozzie. Like, poor Fozzie Bear. Like, the guy struggles enough. And she's just fucking as relentless with the guy. You think you actually saw her already? The butter chick? Ugh. Yeah, she's in a couple of, like, compilation, TikTok, whatever videos. I think she's on... It, it's gross. Don't watch it. 
I mean, you can if you want to. Now that I'm telling you about it, I feel like you'll probably get high or drunk and you'll go check it out. But don't say I didn't warn you. Because I'm warning you, it's gross. Damn, Miss Piggy, what the fuck's your problem? Hey. It's like, that's not funny. Don't, don't, like, you're calling him your boyfriend and then you're beating him? That's fucking domestic assault, lady. And, like, poor animal. I feel like animals misunderstood, too. Like, maybe animal just wants a hug and he just wants somebody to, like, chill. I feel like... I feel like animal... Like... They always, like, go crazy around the guy. Like... Tori, you ate her for dinner, but you think she just... Oh, oh. <laughs> Krista... Don't worry, I ate her for dinner, but I think she was menstruation. I had some delicious bacon for lunch today. I just had a bowl of soup and a giant pile of crispy bacon. It's fucking, it's fucking aces. Coffee. Chicken noodle soup, crackers. Six pieces of crispy bacon. You're supposed to overlook Miss Piggy's fault because of her beauty. I mean, maybe that's the maybe that's the genius irony of the character, right? I, I imagine what maybe that was supposed to model a lot of those like stars. You know, like uh, is it not is it Jessica Lake or something? But like a lot of those golden age movie star queens that were very beautiful a lot of them were like super abusive alcoholics and i wonder if that's supposed to be sort of an allegory or a parallel for a lot of those characters yeah who doesn't love animal and i feel like i feel like the guy that nobody can throw any shade at is is fucking um why the fuck can i remember his name i know what he looks like in my head uh I have to look this up. This is pathetic. Rolf! Rolf the dog! Like, nobody can throw any shade on Rolf. Is it Rolf or Rolf? Like, that dude is just like, gets along with everybody, he looks cuddly, like, underrated star of the show. Because I feel like even now and then, Kermit, you just want to be like, dude, will you just fucking stop? Quit being such a fucking pussy all the time. <laughs> fucking shut up, man. You get to sit down by the river and croak songs and whatever, and you got your own fucking show and everything else. What are you pissing and moaning about, dude? Fucking knock it off. Rolf is the best. Just a big, fluffy, snuggly-looking dog. Cheers to Rolf. <laughs> And on that note, we end the show, and as we always say, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit. We will see you again tomorrow. That will be the last show before Christmas. It's not easy being green. Why? Dude, that's like fucking legit.
Have you seen the memes with current and a bunch of pork, the deli? No, I haven't. Can you send me some of those, please? I'd love to see those. Actually, King Dinosaur, it's this. It's... There you go. You gotta go with that big frog. Alright, folks. We're gonna wrap it up. Thank you so much, podcast folks. Uh, have... Oh, pardon me. Have yourself a great night. Get yourself some rest. And we will see you again tomorrow.